Welcome back to the Tecmo Bowl versus RBI baseball podcast brought to you by Tecmo Bowl versus RBI.com. Today we have a special guest. He's Joe Cordiano from Columbus, Ohio. And Joe is one of the big time players in the RBI baseball, the national RBI baseball scene. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Hello, hello. You've played in a lot of competitive tournaments in RBI baseball, but also tournaments that were high stakes with a hundred dollar entry fee. Talk to us a little bit about uh, how you discovered that tournament and, and some of the, the things you've encountered at those tournaments. Well, I discovered the tournament simply by luck. I, on an internet search one day, I found Dini.com. up until that point, my buddy and I thought we were the only two crazy enough to still play this game religiously. And we had no idea there was a whole world of people who played this game. <laughs> So it totally blew our minds once we figured out that there's a cult following in RBI baseball. And so you guys obviously had no apprehension about the $100 entry fee. You guys were probably... No, absolutely not. We were really curious to see if how our our abilities would stack up because we'd only played each other since we were 12 years old. We played through college. We were college roommates, and $100 really wasn't the issue the issue was more the excitement of playing other people who had played this game their entire life as well and just to see hey were we any good at this or we're just good against each other so that's that's one of the things we figured out at the tournament this tournament was just so much fun Mike Fields does a wonderful job on his Kota tournament in uh, Chicago the it's actually called the the Kota the championship of the universe tournament which is uh, run by Michael Beals in, in the Chicago area. Um, and that tournament was every other year. So you eventually ran a few of those in, in Columbus, Ohio. That's right. So, um, yeah, because it was every, the year, every other year, my buddy and I wanted to play tournaments in the, off season, in the off years. So we decided we would try to host one here. And then we did, and then it turned into another and another. And we haven't done one in a while, but it was just, I'd love to do another one soon, but we just not have the time. There's a there's a bit to organize uh, with those tournaments, and it's a lot of commitment. As you've had right. people fly in from Arkansas, and uh, you know, I don't know what all locations people have, have came into your tournaments. It's interesting is the tournaments I hold for Technobowl. A lot of people look at the the price um, to get here, maybe with the flight and such, and then they. They look at the the payouts and stuff, and so they don't really see the value in it. But I think what some people are missing is the fun and, you know, the extent that the tournament runs and and how much time you're going to play. So um, something to consider. That's right. That's totally right. You cannot buy more fun in the RBI or Tech Mobile world for a weekend, a hundred bucks anywhere else. Um, And so like the tournaments we put on here in Omaha, they're actually low dollar, you know, $15 entry fee. But our right. tournaments, you know, they have a three-game opening round group play, and then based on those results, you get seeded and go in a tournament. So even our tournaments, while they're not as intense um, in terms of the the format, um, you're still the the champions, the championship round. It takes about four hours to get there. 
Joe, what was your early intro to RBI baseball? Do you remember like the first time you played or some early memories? What can you share with that? I do. I um, purchased RBI. I think I got it for Christmas or something one year. And I just played the computer by myself. And I played the kid across the street. And then one day I introduced it to my other buddy, who Riley, who's, who's super competitive with it now as well. And then we just started playing it when we were 12 or so when it came out. And then we played it through high school. We played it through college. And we really never stopped. <laughs> so you went to Ohio State, is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. Well, what years were you at Ohio State? 92 to 97. So were you finding people, other yeah. people to play in the? Really, no. No? No, okay. we played each other. We were college roommates. We had another roommate who would watch us, but he wasn't on our level because he hadn't played it his entire life. Um, we would play NHL 94 and Madden 94 with him, okay. 92 with him. But uh, our true love is, was, is and was RBI from the <laughs> very beginning. And in fact, when we, we would play in high school and his dad would be like, you guys, I know you're going out drinking. I, there's no way you're going over to Joe's house to play a Nintendo game. And he insisted we were out drinking, but really we were playing Nintendo. So good little nerds. <laughs> that's a, that's funny you say that. My brother, he's told the story to his his friends about Nate and I playing Tecmo Bowl, and he say uh -huh. he would say, you know, I could understand it if they were drinking or you know even if they were smoking a little weed, right? But he's like, they're not. Uh -huh. They're sober and they're playing this game. <laughs> and he's right. like, nobody's talking. Nobody looks like they're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's but it's it's intense and you're you really have to pay attention to detail and all that minutia. So it's it's enjoyable. Okay. Do, do you find RBI, I mean competitively when we were kids playing Tech Mobile and we didn't know what we were doing and we didn't know strategies and defense and it was like every you were just scoring like crazy like it was so much fun. And now yeah. not that I don't enjoy Tech Mobile but when I play the highly competitive games, they're not so much fun anymore. Do you find that? Is, is that is right? Fun? Yeah. They're huh. stressful. I find them stressful. Huh. So. That's, that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I think Tech Mobile is a little bit different in that aspect in that, like, if you're Oakland or, or the Raiders, then you know what defense to call if I'm the Giants um, and what guy to be, whereas RBI is a little bit different. There's no set. Hey, if he does this, I do this. If he does this, I do this. It's kind of like, here's my pitch. Yeah, if you can hit it. Yeah, RBI is different, but mm -hmm. I was gonna say RBI is more mono e mono type of thing. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's more right, me right. versus you, and right. a little bit less about the teams as where Tecmo is more team centric. Right, but no, I, I mean, I would, I would love to sit down and play Riley and RBI for a couple hours. Like it would, it would be pure fun. And uh, no, there is an aspect of hanging out with my buddy who has three kids and I have a kid and life just gets in the way of, of this kind of thing. But, but just the pure RBI aspect of it as well would be super fun. I think I was just going to say, unfortunately, we don't get to do that as much as we used to. I caught a radio show. Um, I don't remember what the, the name of the host is. It's something Schultz and he's in Indianapolis. And I think he went to college around like 1990, 1991. So he's a freshman new to the dorms and so what he did was he set up his nintendo put in rbi baseball and turned the tv up loud 
so that it would attract people like so like that's how he made friends like he's got friends that's awesome. <laughs> he said he made friends for life just because he did that they they started playing and then you know years later you know those friendships have endured so um that's a great that's rbi hilarious. yeah great rbi story what are you most impressed with with rbi what what sticks with you with rbi well the the thing that that sticks with me the most with RBI is, although it, it on the surface looks like a very simple game, there is so much strategy involved. Like, I, you know, I've had people laugh at me when I say this, but I sometimes I feel like I have to be of the mindset of a Greg Maddox type, where I'm going to set him up with this pitch. I'm setting up three pitches down the line. Mm-hmm. I know if I throw this cutter now, I can bust him. <laughs> just off the corner on the outside in a couple pitches and then I can throw a knuckleball or whatever, but there's so much inter games, intra game strategy that uh, on the surface you wouldn't think, but there certainly is. I'm really impressed. And that's what I love about it, by the way. I'm a big fan of the pitcher batter interface. Like I feel like you can see the ball coming in frame by frame, even though it's, you know, hundred mile an hour pitch. I feel like you see, that but i'm i'm a big fan of the detail of the ratings and it's you know the numbers game which batters are you going to engage or attack which batters do you want to stay away from you know that's that's an interesting part there's you know managerial decisions also is like you know when am i gonna bring in this reliever or um you know who am i gonna walk so stuff like that i really enjoy with with rbi kind of the, the managerial side of it as well as playing Absolutely. And you, you know what's interesting to me? Sometimes real-life baseball follows RBI. Like, every once in a while, you'll get a guy on RBI who will start a relief pitcher. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays are actually doing that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's exactly what Riley, every once in a while, does on RBI. Is he'll throw out Willie Hernandez for the Tigers to start a, a game. And, uh, and now the Rays are really doing that, and they're having success with it. There was a few years back, and maybe it was the Marlins that were doing that, and the the manager's thought process was he wanted the starting pitchers to get more experience late in the game. Oh, okay. So so he would throw a reliever out there to, you know, your short relief guys or something for a couple innings. So it would push back that starter so to that, you know, seventh, eighth inning type deal. So it right. was kind of a method to it. So it was interesting for sure. Let's – Go back to the the championship of the universe tournament, primarily which okay. was held in Chicago. So, do you know how many of those you entered? I think I've probably done four. I'd say in four Ch- or five in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. And so, um, well, you know, maybe three, maybe four or five total national uh, tournament with, with Chicago, uh, three or four. And so, you pretty much were a Final Four competitor each time quite a few second place finishes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what they do is you, everybody plays on Saturday and then if you, it's kind of set up like the NCAA tournaments, basketball tournaments, where Mm -hmm. if you win your, your region or your bracket, then you move on to Sunday's play where only there's only four four people who play on Sunday. So the final four. Yeah. So I've made it every single time I've played. 
and it was always like a best of three format and then eventually would grow to a best of five. And then at the end, it's a best of seven. That's so, right. so you're playing That's a right, yeah. ton of RBI. That's right. Just and if you lose early, you drop down to the loser's bracket mm-hmm. now, and, and you can fight your way back in, but you're playing nonstop. It's very, very intense. Sure. Yeah. And with RBI, with there only being the 10 teams, if you get into a best of seven, you end up with the Houston St. Louis matchup, uh, which a lot of people are, which I know you're not crazy about. In the code type, they do not allow the all-star teams to play. Okay. What do you think of? So there's only eight teams to begin with. What do you think of of not allowing? I mean, obviously National League is pretty Mm -hmm. good. Would you say NL is the best team? Yeah, they're the best. But I'm of the opinion that there's only 10 teams to begin with. And to eliminate 20% of the teams right off the bat is a mistake. So you can, so what Riley and I used to do, we would have seasons where we would each have four teams and we would keep statistics and everything. But to, to kind of dumb down the all-star teams, we would say, so, so let me step back. We would say, I'll pick the four teams for one guy and then I'll pick four teams for the other guy. And then he gets to choose which set of four he wants. But, so I'm incented to make the four each side very equal because I don't know which side he's going to take. Oh, so nice. I might say, okay, National League is on this side, but they cannot use Dawson the entire season. So okay. it kind of levels the playing field. Okay, so you'd have to sub Dawson out, basically. That's right. Okay, wow. Yeah, I'm going to call them stipulations. Stipulations, as uh, Big Papa Pump would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny you mention that because um, we do something similar in Tecmo, but my buddy Kurt and I in RBI, we each drafted three teams, and then we had four uh-huh. teams which were rovers, which we took turns controlling depending on who they played against. And so, uh-huh. um, and so we did a season. Um, every team played like 12 games, two-player season. And then uh, our championship was American League in Detroit. I think American League beat National oh, cool. League. Yeah, AL beat NL and in the championship series. And then Detroit beat Boston. So we had some upsets, really. Um, so it's kind of how it played out. That's a, Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good victory for Detroit. And that's what you're talking about with, you know, your two-player seasons, what you've done with Riley, what I've done with Curtis, uh, what Nate and I do in Tecmo. Uh-huh. I've found it to be this is really the cornerstone of our playing experience in Techno Bowl because if, if we just played random games, I don't think I would enjoy Techno yeah. Bowl as much. But when you draft yeah. teams or you go through a process and there's an end game eventually, that's what I'm really into. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, so what Riley and I would do is we would, we would have standings and we would, mm-hmm. we would, so we would play for a little bit of money. So we'd play like, uh, we would keep track of home runs and RBIs, <laughs> and the home run leader for the season would that guy would win five bucks, and then whoever had the the most RBIs would also win five bucks, and then the championship winner would be like ten bucks or something like that. Got so it. Big money when you're 12 years old, but yeah, you guys. It was so much fun. Do you have like old VHS tapes? Did you guys record them too when you played? You no, know, we never did. <laughs> I know you did that with Tech Mobile, yeah. and it never occurred to me. I wish we would have. It's great because I will sort of remember vague, you know, important details about a game and I'll go back and watch. And it's really cool to go back and watch and see like, oh, this was a turning point or you missed, you just barely missed on this interception and the next play was a touchdown. Yeah. So there's always a lot of interesting twists and turns like that. Yeah, that would be so much fun. 
the RBI Baseball Tournament, and we touched on a few things a little bit earlier, but in the tournament, you're facing the best of three series early, best of five. So it really requires you to be knowledgeable and skilled with all eight teams minus the all-star teams. What's the most challenging with that for you? For me, the most challenging thing by far is is uh, when I get stuck with Houston because <laughs> I can get beat by Houston, but I cannot beat with Houston. It's I don't know why it is. It's just a hang-up. I can sometimes lose to Houston. In fact, you beat me in the Ohio tournament with, in one game with Houston. Um, <laughs> that's the only game I lost that tournament. Yeah, I think that first day I was 9-1, and one, and that my only loss was – I was St. Louis and you were Houston. I think it was like one to nothing, too. Um, yeah, pretty sure. One of the highlights of my RBI career, I guess. So There you uh, go. So as we talked about your perennial Final Four guy, and what I find interesting with these RBI baseball tournaments is quite frequently you had returning players. You had guys that had won championships before. You had guys that made deep runs over the course of many years, played a lot of different people, competed against dozens and dozens. of. You also had to go up against guys that you knew were very skilled, very knowledgeable. And so I think that gives Mike's tournaments credence because you had all these guys with a resume they could point to and say, hey, I've won these tournaments and, and all this. So, But in the tournaments, you kept getting the championship round and weren't able to push through for a championship victory. What do you think led to that or just what was... You, you know, I don't know. That, 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 that's exactly right, though. I would make it to the championship every time. Well, the first time I was fourth place, but every other tournament after that, I made it to the championship. And for whatever reason, it did, the, I, I, when you get to the point of of uh, Seth Silverblatt or um, the McCormick brothers or me or Riley, even Beals, you know, anybody can beat anybody. And for whatever reason, it just did not, the ball just did not bounce my way. Now, now two different times, the cha- I lost the championship on an error. Two oh. different times. Um, so we're talking but, you know, that's the, just the way the game goes. So, like, did that happen in a game seven or did it lead, you know, what was yep. the... Two different times I lost the game seven on an error. That hurts. But that's just the way it goes. You know, that, that happened. That's part of it. Part of the fun, really. That is that is part of the, the enjoyment of RBI is kind of the randomness at times. Um, one yeah, of, and part of the frustration, too. Sidetracking here, one of my favorite features in RBI is I love uh-huh. how you can hit a ball down the foul line and might stay fair, might go foul. Right. How many times have you has that scenario played out late innings in a crucial point in the game and it pretty much won or lost the game by a megapixel? Yeah, you know? that's right. And it, it might be fair, it might be foul, but they might call it foul, they might call it fair. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I swear that ball's fair and they called it foul or vice versa. That was something in the programming that re- like the, it created a, a great sense of drama is what I enjoyed with it. That's right. And, and I always pretended like, well, that that's the human element of real baseball. Sometimes mm-hmm. the umpire didn't get the call right, at least back then in 87. Now they get replay and all that stuff. I've played in numerous original technical tournaments. And so I've right. won a lot of championships. And I have a friend, Nate, who I've played against more than anybody on the planet. And I know he's as good as anybody. Right. And he's in four tournaments 
He's reached the the championship game once, which I played him and beat him. And there's been three other times where it's like head scratching losses to guys that I just don't quite understand it. So uh, just sometimes stuff happens, you know, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, that's right. You know, he's a perfect example. I know how skilled that guy is and I'm shocked that he's only been in one championship game. Yeah. And you, and you know, the funny thing is there's also a level of, of nervousness in these tournaments because it's just the, the whole tournament atmosphere is just so fun. and so exciting. It, it makes you a little anxious until you really just settle yourself down and get into your groove. I seem to feed off of the stakes being raised and pressure. It's almost uh-huh. like I need that to really dial in and focus and tech mobile. <laughs> Cause that's awesome. I, yeah, that's awesome. Nate seems to take it to me in exhibition, but you know, for example, uh-huh. but when we have something on the line, when I really need to buckle, buckle down, the pressing moments, man, that's when I really reach deep, get focused, whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then that's, that's the whole excitement of it all. Mm-hmm. It, that's just so awesome. So that's the, that was the stress that I was talking about earlier and the not really enjoying <laughs> yeah. myself as, you know, right, right. games. So do you uh, have any plans to continue your tournaments or, you know, I, mean, I know you have a lot going on with the family and the wife and, and daughter now. So, What's your future plans for RBI? Well, I can't say that we're done with the tournaments by any means. However, at the same time, there's no imminent plans to to start a tournament. Usually the best time for tournaments are summertime, and here we are uh, hitting summer, and there's there's no plans whatsoever. But I would love to have another one someday, for sure. When Mike was at mine here in Omaha, he expressed an interest to have a tournament this summer. But, oh, good. But as you know, it's already, I mean, we're knocking on June's door, so I don't right. know if that's going to yeah. happen. But Mike has come out twice. He's driven over from Chicago here to Omaha for my tournament. So he knows I'll, I'll throw the annual one, and I'm pretty sure he'll be back. Yeah, I've got to make it out there sometime. We have a guy that's, uh, I believe he's 18-0. and 0. In two different, awesome. okay. the last two years, and he's, it's it's a group play, and then it's single elimination until the final four, which then it becomes a best of three championship is best of five, and so he mm. has swept Beals two games to none, both times. So, awesome. Okay, I would so, love to play him. So he's a he's a guy that uh, you need to come out and, and see if you can take him down. Yeah. So. Well, Joe, I guess we can put a wrap on this show. Appreciate All right, it's you, been a pleasure uh, coming on and, and lending some of your expertise and, and sharing your experiences with RBI. And Anytime. if we uh, put a bow on it, you and I are friends because of RBI baseball. That's right. <laughs> so my first friend from RBI baseball brings people together. That's well, right. There you go. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We're going to have Joe back on here sometime in the near future. Uh, we're going to go in depth on some teams. I'd like to take a look at the teams and kind of scour over their lineups and pitching staffs and all that good stuff, provided you're to. up for that. so Absolutely. All right, people, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in.